Hey guys, welcome to episode 33 of the Grad Life podcast. Uh, I'm here today with Dan Hobbs, a founder and entrepreneur who is going to kind of talk us through his journey. Before we get into that with Dan, um, if anyone is out there looking for a career guidance or career coaching or life coaching of any sort, please do hit me up. I'm on mark at markmaxwell.ie. Danny Hobbs, hey. thanks for joining. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. You've had a pretty weird run so far. Uh, pretty unique, I would say. Very yeah. good and yeah. very unique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. I always think there's there's always kind of another level to hit, but uh, no, yeah, we, we've had a mad run. So, uh, so I guess to just bring you through. Yeah, very, so very like briefly. St- start from the start. Sure. Yeah, wow. You started so, better examinations. Yeah, so mum's from Singapore, dad's from Cork. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, no, yeah, we started better examinations. So better examinations is the name of the company and we're an exam management system for universities uh, that deals with the whole workflow that helps lecturers write papers right through to, to when it has to get printed for, uh, printed for the actual exam. So it sounds so specific. It's such a random thing to get involved in, but it very much didn't start like that. So we started, myself and my co-founder, James Eggers, super guy he's a uh, the computer science in um trinity i did business and economics and uh, we formed kind of this partnership to kind of take on a, a startups but we but we actually met when we were 17 at uh this bt business boot camp uh which was a spin-off competition from the young scientists you know the young scientists oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah okay so we did that and we basically uh met at that uh we won that competition and we were like Fuck, this is class like this is business world and we really like I, I did young scientists four or five times thought I was definitely going to do science like oh fuck this is unreal um, I might have to curse this much I hope no yeah to, you're okay oh sure thanks there's no <laughs> PG we'll make this one the R-rated one yeah. uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah so we did that and then we we got in the same college and we said hey you know we should start a business together and we actually started the business around uh, a website called examinations.ie you ever heard of that? No. It was for basically for leaving cert. So it was where everyone got their past papers when they're studying ah, for the leaving red. cert. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. It's this crap website that basically was uh, it's made by the government. It hasn't changed since I was in uh, first year school. So that's what, five, that's almost 13 years. That's 11 years ago. Uh, still hasn't changed. And it's basically uh, a means of getting past papers when they're studying. So we made this uh, website as not a joke, but uh, the website's called examinations.ie. So we made better examinations.ie um, which they weren't too happy with but it was quite funny and it did really well we just kind of had it running when we were in second third year college um, we racked up about 120,000 users in the space of two years um, uh, students using you to yeah, help prepare for exams exactly yeah. how did you get the content for that uh, it's, pr- it's publicly available so we may basically uh, just reorganised it um, right, so, so you just did what they're doing, only yeah. you made it easier, better interface, that sort of thing. Exactly, yeah. So, so it's 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 funny how, and that's where everything's going. Every industry's going is is isn't too much on the content itself. So you could have like not so great content, but how you get there, yeah, is really important. Like look at Instagram and Facebook. That's why Instagram's doing better. I just had a talk with a guy today about how Instagram's doing better than than Facebook because the content might not be as detailed or not might not be as um you know informative. But being able to digest it as quickly as possible is really important. That's where that's where everything's yeah. tending to, to run, I think. Um, but I think we'll see more of that and how we actually digest content rather than content itself. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, true. Yeah. What yeah. way can you see it going from there? We're getting diverted, but I just Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I like this. Um I don't know. I think I think that there's there's a lot of in, in any industry. So we basically did that for for the higher education space of of reorganizing content. But everything really, I think if you think of I always use, do you know hotels.com? Yeah. You ever heard of that? 
So I think it's hotels.com or one of them anyway. So that's a comparison site for comparison sites. And that's, yeah. that's funny how that works if you think about it. So you've got like Trivago and you've got like uh, book.com or whatever and stuff like that. And these are all comparison sites of different hotels and apartments and stuff like that. And then hotels.com is a comparison sites of each of these comparison sites. So that's just it. That, that, obviously, that market is much more mature than other markets, but that's where things are going. And that's purely based on how do we get to the content as quickly as possible. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's, nice. where, that's where things are going. Mm. Nice. It's funny, yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. you were there. Sorry, yeah. So um, I hope this is interesting. Anyway, it but is. We basically, yeah, so we, we, so we got out. So then we were in college and then we brought this .ie site to universities and we said, hey, we've got this cool pass paper system that you guys can use for uh, your students to help them access pass exam papers when they're studying because 99% of students use pass papers when they're studying. So uh, you decided exams. to go to the universities and sell B2B rather than go straight to the students. Exactly. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Uh, bigger margins. Um, we saw a market there first. Uh, Trinity's one was was fairly poor. So we were like, it can't just be Trinity went elsewhere, went to like Minute's one, went to Harvard's one, all shite. And then we were like, you know, we could we could up this a lot. So we went to them, we were like, hey, we got this cool, cool system. Do you guys want it? And then they said, yeah, it's really cool. But can you do exam management? And my, I remember myself, James, we were like, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. We can do that. And we left the meeting. Two of us were like, what the, the fuck's exam management? We haven't a clue what that is. Um, so we're like, yeah, thank you. We'll, we'll make something. So we spent two years then. Uh, so third year, fourth year college, actually making a system with different universities. Uh, launched it kind of first year coming out of college. Um, and we're now, we've grown quite a lot over the last kind of US, a year and a half now, yeah. two years. Can we pause there? Of course. Two things. Took a year and a half to build. Yeah. There's one. Second thing, you built it. You're not a builder. No. So how does a non-tech person start a tech company? Yeah, great question. I think that's a big fear. Um, you have loads of people, especially in business, especially people who do business courses. A lot of them might be kind of entrepreneur focused or would like to start something, but they think that they don't have the skills. A big thing in any any business is building the right team. It's very hard to do something yourself. And people say, you know, oh, I'll go to like Indian or... Uh, different markets like that and not just hire developers there not a great idea your best bet as a business person is being the organiser so well as p- partly organiser so you basically build your team find a good coder find people interested in the same thing as you how you do that is just talking talking to people say yes to any opportunity you have that's in the business realm and you'll meet people naturally mm. then once you have that then myself and James work really well together but um, we essentially um had a, had a thing where we were doing product development where I would say, hey, can we do this? And James would be like, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. And we'd end up making it or making some sort of version of it. Uh, and that's how our business worked. It was very much ad hoc. There was project management and stuff like that. But we were, you know, I think when you're a startup, you have to be quick. And the business person in that is a person that kind of pushes it. Sure. Organizes everything. So that's that's why, that's why not being a techie is almost beneficial because you're a bit more, let's try this or let's try this. Yeah. Um, and you, Push, push the boundaries a little bit with what tech can do yeah. even though you're not techie at all yourself no mm. um, which is and it's a relief to hear this kind of uh, dynamic that you can create yeah hard to do though hard to find the right techie person it is it is and look and I, I, I always talk about it is you know you think of opportunity and you think of preparation um, so opportunity is the, the what comes along you know it's, it's not something you can force really um, you can influence it, but you can't really force opportunities to come along. So, uh, and then preparation on the other side is is being ready for it. 
So success is where opportunity and and preparation meet and come at the same time. Um, so you can be pre- prepared for something all your life, and it might not you might not get the opportunity, or the opportunity can arise and you're not prepared. So how to kind of uh, be ready for it when it comes is to have the right team ready to go and find the right people. Um, and how you do that is just like I said, just talking to people. Interesting. Yeah, that's a fascinating way of looking at it. Yeah. And but, it makes total sense to me. Yeah, but luck is, every, yeah, that's the thing. People are like, well, how, how does that make sense? But it is, a lot of it is luck, you know. Well, you were lucky to find James. Absolutely, yeah. But beyond that, there might have been a couple of strokes to look there, like little micro ones, but oh yeah, finding James, or having James ready to go when when those guys said, do you do exam management? Yeah. That was yeah the luck that made you prepared for the opportunity when it arose. Yeah, and he's good as well. James is a serious coder. Yeah, right. But it is all about building teams. Like we did, um... Launchbox in Trinity in 2016, which is an accelerator program mm. um, over the summer. So I didn't get a J1, which is shite, but uh, <laughs> love to go. But um, we basically were able to use that as as a base to, you know, spend time on it and uh, put time aside to actually build stuff. But there's loads of teams in that and some are successful, some aren't as successful. Um, but uh, that's where you build your team. You know, you have to find the right people. It's very hard to do something on your own. Yeah. I never think you can. I think a lot of people in business as well are scared to share their idea. Yeah. Did you ever find that? Oh, totally. I've experienced yeah. it myself. I, yeah. When I started out with Grad Life, I was really uh, scared to share the idea. Yeah. What I learned was, I'd say, most people don't give a shit. Maybe about 70%. Yeah, exactly. The 30% who do give a shit, uh, who are kind of like sharky or entrepreneurial yeah. or whatever, if they're entrepreneurial, they probably have their own thing already going on. Yeah. And they're just not interested in taking yours. Absolutely. And so what most people, and you know, they're also young people looking to uh, go out and make something of themselves. They understand the value of a network. Yeah. And so they'll probably try to help you so that you one day will help them in return. Absolutely. That's a huge dynamic. That's uh-huh. a huge marketplace that I wasn't aware of. Uh-huh. Young people uh, who, instead of trying to steal your ideas, try to help you with them so yeah. that you can help them yeah. in return. Like what's the point in shutting the door? You know, you should, I think you should always be open. Like I, I lo- I'm terrible at secrets anyway. I'm so bad at secrets that when I have an idea or something, I'm like, oh, you'll never guess what yeah. happened. Never guess about this thing. Um, I generally, for secrets, I tend to think, I ramble a lot, but I tend to think if I tell someone a secret, then it's now their burden to carry it. And then the burden's off my shoulders. So <laughs> when I have a business idea of the same thing, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to, uh, tell this person and you'll find that people have insights in it they might not want to get involved but they might have insights in it uh, no one tries to steal your idea Yeah. and if they do then feck them you don't have to deal with them ever you know yeah I there's another sub dynamic there right where people do business for their own good etc yeah if you hide your idea you're doing that to protect yourself you're acting against the interests of the idea mm-hmm. because if Danny has an idea and he's hiding it from Mark for his own interests the idea gets deprived of what Mark could add to it or take away from it or basically just, it's like a, the idea is like a rock and every time, every person you uh, talk about it to gets the pounded into a shape mm-hmm. that will be uh, something worth telling yeah, basically. That's exactly it. And, and so th- you're depriving the rock of a new sculptor yeah. every time you stop Absolutely. yourself from talking yeah, about it. Yeah, and that's a great way to think about it. Like an idea isn't a business. No, and as so soon far as you get, it. yeah, as soon as you get your head around that, like you can have an idea of you can have the best thing, you know, the 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 next cup kind of thing, yeah. as good as that. But that's just an idea. You're not going to get anywhere yeah. unless you build people around it or build, you know, a business around it. Actually, that's another point. Like you were saying there, what do you, what does being a non-techie coming into a techie is that kind of thing? You mm. you take it from the idea and you build it into a business. Yeah, 
that's kind of what we did. James yeah. had the idea and the two of us, two of us were together, but I really think I've, I feel I brought kind of the organization and the business around it and the marketing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Don't underestimate yourself in that regard. Oh, no, that's yeah. such, yeah, that, that's such valuable stuff. And uh-huh. I'd say in a, in a productive partnership, the techie will think that the business person is the MVP yeah. and vice versa. The yes. business person will think the tech is the MVP. Absolutely. Because they yeah. appreciate the value that the yeah. other brings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, probably maybe more than the person themselves yeah, does. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And that would, geez, that's like the dream. Yeah. I guess that's a dream in any partnership, really. I guess so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you'd arrived at this new business model anyway. You'd kind of said, okay, we're going to do better examinations for colleges as a SaaS, is it SaaS, software as a service? Yeah, exactly. Uh, platform? Yeah. So you go in and just sell this software on a 12-month license to mm-hmm. universities. Yeah. How did you come up with, uh, say, like, I guess it costs you X amount to build it and maintain it and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Then you add a margin and then you yeah. sell it to them, right? That's a great question. So the pricing was a very funny one. That I would think, be a hard problem oh, to solve. People so think when they buy something, oh, this is just the price. Yeah. No, there's a lot of debates going in behind yeah, that price. I'll let you in on a secret as well. It's the biggest load of bullshit I've ever <laughs> heard in my life. It genuinely is. It's pricing is something that it's, you know, I remember our business teacher used to say, you know, I have a ruler here and you don't have the, well, sometimes the Wolf of Wall Street, but you know, I have a pen, mm. you don't have a pen, how much is a pen worth? Um, but uh, not that I condone drugs, drug use by any <laughs> means uh, whatsoever. Uh, but that's the thing, you know, what's, what's the value to someone? Unless you, especially software, especially software, because it doesn't cost anything to make software, right? the time you put in to make it initially but besides that it's just copy paste copy paste yeah <laughs> this obviously I'm not a techie uh, but copy paste kind of stuff um, and uh, so you need to put a value around it so how you do that literally how we found it was we went to university and said hey how about this much and they were like mm, I don't know and then we said okay how about this much and they're like that's, uh, that's okay and that's literally how we got our pricing model and that was it and then we based it off that and then Mad. you build theory around your pricing rather than your pricing around theory. Sure. Now, some companies, by all means, have a pricing strategy and they know how to do it and they're very good at it. But that's how we did it and it seemed to seem to have worked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually gave a training on coaching or uh, coaching on sales oh, the other day. I debunked a whole theory of yours or something. No, you've oh, gone good. exactly with it. Oh, thank God. And one of the chapters was called economic pricing. Oh, the cool. economics of it, supply yeah. and demand. How much is it worth to the other person? Yeah. That's what the price is. That's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It shouldn't be less, shouldn't be more. No. Mm-hmm. And it is that simple, but yeah, with SaaS and with tech companies, they charge, you know, pretty much. It's yeah. pretty. It can be very flexible. Yeah, I think I think in in business, well, if you're starting, a good way to to go if you're gonna if you know which side of business you're going is B two B rather than B two C. Oh B2C. sure, always. Well, That's a lot of VCs, venture capitalists, won't even only. back B two C. Yeah, the two words they love hearing is B two B and recurring. Yeah, That's the two things you need to have yeah. to get investment really. Yeah, and yeah. How did you go about that problem, the raising of money? So you had James, he owned half the company, so he didn't yep. need to be paid per se. Yeah. Um, so you didn't have to raise money to give him a yeah. salary. Well, that's the cool thing. So we came out of college. So we were built this during college. That's why I think it's kind of cool that for this for this podcast, you know, is um is probably a lot of listeners are... They're, in, they're, yeah, they're business students. You know, business students, yeah. So, and they're either coming out of college or coming out of school or... Yeah. Um... And uh, and basically what the cool thing about being in college is and having a business in college is you don't have to pay yourself. Yeah. You know, you have, I worked for a radio station for two years and just that was my job and I did this part time. 
I don't think you have an excuse. If you want to start a business, you don't really have an excuse if you're in college. You I should know, be, you I'm should be, so annoyed you know? I didn't do it. I you just really needed to get all the drinking out of my system. Yeah, because if you, yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. good too. Um, but if, if you think about it, like that's what I always say is like the people are like, oh, I don't know if I want to start. You know, it's a lot of effort. What if I fail? Blah, blah, blah. You can't uh, fail. But yeah, that's a, that's, the, well, that's a big thing anyway. But let's say it is all that stuff. Who cares? Like, you know, you fail, you, whatever, you don't fail. You, let's say it doesn't work for whatever reason. Uh, you just go back to being a student. Yeah, but you're a high-achieving guy. You surely have to deal with the fear of failure Not, on a deep enough level. Uh, probably under underlying kind of stuff, but I think, you know, nothing ventured, nothing gained, as cliche as that is. But, yeah, uh, just, what was the biggest fear the whole way through? The biggest fear? Um, if, if they, so in college, it wouldn't have been scary. After you left college, past couple of years, it would yeah. have been scary because the I guess, stakes yeah, were higher. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Um... I guess the biggest it, maybe it was that maybe it was what other people thought and but, this, but as soon as I got around that I, I, I guess I would consider myself probably I would I, I do kind of care what other people think of, and maybe that's the business kind of maybe it's an ego thing but yeah. um, certainly it's it's um, it's probably that but besides that it wasn't really anything I think you have to give it a go yeah if, if you start caring what people what people think about your business then you're always going to hesitate and you can't hesitate really what did you want people to think, or what were you afraid that they would or wouldn't think? Um, I don't know that 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 you are a failure. Kind of thought, geez, that business failed. Kind of stuff. Maybe that, but I don't know. To be honest, it didn't really bother me that much. Kind of just gave it a go. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing. Just don't overthink things. You know, give it a go. If if you mess up, you know, you're still in your twenties. Let's say mm. you got your whole life ahead of you. Yeah. You know, I've seen lots of people whose businesses just don't work out, and they just go and they start new careers, and that's that. Yeah. And that's the biggest way to think about it. Just be chill and. Enjoy the ride, and if if it if it doesn't reach kind of this destiny, you know, you know, bro. Yeah. <laughs> if it doesn't reach destination, uh, then who cares? You know, search. You go. You go somewhere else. Was uh, it weird to not go out and get a job like everyone does? Because everyone else was. Oh, I hate wearing like I fucking hate wearing suits. I get the itchiest neck, and everyone was getting I these jobs. Well. I hate suits, and I couldn't wear one every day. I wore one for number two days at a conference, and I was the itchiest fecker ever there. I'd say, uh, but um. No, honestly, I I I just like kind of wearing a uh, on my neck on my neck. Sorry, um, wearing. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like a hell of a conference. Uh, yeah, I was like, well, you're sort of pseudo cream everywhere. No, um, <laughs> no, I think I think it was just case just just giving it a go and just doing something I wanted to do. Like now, I so we've um, we basically built it up over the last couple of years. We got into UK. We've resellers now in in Australia and the UK and looking at. Uh, expanding into the US now we have a lot of sites we've like to Oxford and Trinity and all those it's incredible yeah but I mean we wouldn't have got that if we were didn't doing a part time or something you know you need sure. to give it, give it a good good fledge yeah mm-hmm. and there was no point at which you were like Jesus, I, sh- I need to go off and work in a in any sort of company or even in a different startup just to have a salary or a nah. well we did have a salary I mean we got we got um, Enterprise Ireland CSF and we were part of the HPSU which is if you don't know that it's the competitive startup fund um, which, and then the high potential uh, start funds, yeah, yeah, exactly. For startups, startup, yeah. yeah. So we were part of those, uh, which is great. So they gave you fifty k uh, to play around with, which is awesome. Fifty k CSF Comp- yeah. HPSU is more than that, though. HP- yeah. So HPSU basically they don't give you money, but they um, basically give you the opportunity to double your investment. So you can get if you get invest private investment, they'll match it up to two hundred fifty thousand. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where we were at. We had that kind of opportunity. So we were like looking for investment. Um, we had a few investors interested, uh, quite a few. And then one investor came in, we got a call and that they wanted to meet us, came in, made a 10 minute pitch. 
and they slapped an offer for the entire business right in front of us and then we brought that to another business one of my advisors who's fantastic um, and his company then made a better offer and then we we were acquired then in January just gone yeah right mm-hmm. yeah geez I remember that time yeah, that was, was a mad time for you yeah fucking crazy mm. it all happened within you know two three months yeah um, it was great though it was good crack you know you're it going into weird. lawyers you... offices and rubbing shoulders with you know people with a lot less hair than me yeah uh, and a lot more hair in their face <laughs> no thankfully the podcast <laughs> that can't... wouldn't be hard I know yeah exactly Asian jeans um, <laughs> you were you were in awful form for about two weeks and I was then in incredible form for I about know exactly yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that, was, that wasn't fun though getting that, acquired there was a lot of emotional a lot of, turmoil a lot of emotion yeah because you're like oh why are we doing this and then I you know personal stuff going on I was like yeah. oh, shite and then like, why? What are we doing? And then, and then we got the offer. And we're like, shit, this is class. Yeah. And, uh, no, delight. We did it. You know, we got a super, super offer in. Um, for, for especially the stage we were at, and uh, I love it now. Yeah, love it. Ah, yeah. it's class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, raising money. Uh huh. Big challenge. Big challenge. Yeah. How did you go about finding investors, pitching yeah. it, this sort of thing? Super question. So I think that's where a lot of startups struggle is 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 getting money. And how do you, how do you do it? How do you even start by going? In? And to be honest, we didn't have a clue how to do it. And there's no real kind of black and white. This is how you do it. But there are some stages to follow. So initially, what we did, and I'm just going to say our story. That's probably the best yeah, way sure, to make yeah, rather suggestions. So we got the CSF thing. So you basically apply to Enterprise Ireland, and then they uh, accept or reject your presentation. You make a ten, honestly, ten minute presentation for fifty grand. And they make the decision on the spot there for you, um, and that they take ten percent of your company then for that. So just generally with people going, that's their basis. And that'll give them a year. That'll give you roughly around, you know, half year to a year of salaries. Is it uh, weird that Enterprise Ireland funded you, when you, who are a government body, Yes. when you were taken out the other go, of the better examinations government uh, we, body? Sure, we kept that on the DL a bit. Right. No, we didn't, we didn't. Um, <sighs> we, were, we weren't, you know, covering anything up by any means. Uh, no, I don't think so. Like, we weren't. To be fair, you know, the, the government body called us and I'm good friends with your man now who runs the show there, Carl. Lovely lad. I got a whole tour of the State Exams Commission actually. Right. Really cool spot. It's in, I think it's in Mullingar. Yeah, okay. Or something. Or Athlone, maybe. Yeah. Um, I think it's Athlone. And uh, and they gave us the whole thing and there's this little red door um, at the back of the whole complex. It's massive, massive, massive things. Like acres big. And there's a little red door at the back of a building. And I was like, what's that? And he goes, uh, oh, I can't show you that. I said, why not, Carl? And he goes, oh, that's where all the exam results are of every person that's at the leaving cert ever. No. So it's like all like, I don't know, Pierce or whatever, all those people, all the results are in there. Oh my God. He wouldn't let me in. I was like, I'm not going to do anything like, I'm not going to. That's just drop a match. I'm mad that's the mad. Insta though. Yeah. Um, yeah it's so they actually have them all stacked. <laughs> Had them all stacked up there, yeah. In paper? In paper. God. It's cool, isn't it? Yeah. That's crazy. So you can go in and see, you know, whoever sat Devil Air or whatever yeah. whenever the Leaving Cert I don't even know when the Leaving Cert started Did you do a good Leaving Cert? Uh, I'd like to think so I did a shitty junior cert Right Give me a boot up the arse um, Yeah but I, I'm, I'm crap for having an exam company I'm terrible at exams Yeah really were you, were you weren't very academically inclined though like you're more just out and about social uh, creative Fuck you Jeez no, um, You don't come across very intelligent Yeah thanks so much Yeah yeah I didn't know I gave up the, Off that vibe <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I think it's the innocence um, No uh, I don't know I, I like college I like college um, Sector school Yeah I didn't mind it at all mm. You know I don't really mind exams Not that I'm very good at them But 
I thought they were, you know, weren't too bad. Yeah. But I think you need to be. You don't need nah, to be. You don't, don't need to be that, that's kind of the angle I was coming from. Yeah. You really don't need to be at all. Nah. Um, it's all about, you know, how much shy talking you can do and get away with it. How much you business. can squeeze in and every day. Absolutely. It's what, what what is it about? It's about the ability to spot an opportunity yeah. and spot talent in people. If you can yeah. do both of them. You're laughing. You're yeah. yeah. Would you add anything else or take anything away there? Uh I I think the the spotting opportunity great finding people great giving it a go and just having the the um courage yes yeah. that's key that's really key yeah I don't know how I left that out because I always yeah. bang on about that that yeah. is a key thing I think so and it's not a hard thing no I no. used to think that starting a business would be the most daunting thing in the world nah I'd look at someone like oh my god they started a business but no, how did they true. even where did they start it just looked like this thing that you couldn't start but you kind of realize it's just a series of tasks. Mm-hmm. That's all it ever is, yep. is a series of tasks. Yep. I need to call that person. I need to create this logo. I need to mm-hmm. bang, bang, bang. And 50 tasks later, yep. you're doing something or uh-huh. less, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's it. Um, and there's lots of people that out there for advice. That's, yeah. I, I ask lots of people for advice. Um, people I didn't even know. Have you had that? Like, so yeah, how have you gotten on with advisors and mentors? And Yeah, great. Like we had some really great people. We had um, the likes of, you know, Fred Carlson who... Who's the founder? I think we mentioned Dundee, right? yeah, yeah. Dundee. Um, we don't like um trying to go out. So how did you find Fred Carlson? So they're really funny ones. So and 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 this is what I mean, just just giving it a go, and you'll be probably my biggest biggest bit of advice is don't underestimate a phone call. And I'll get on that's basically what I mean by that is pick up the phone, get someone's number. And just call them. You don't need to email and have this hush spiel of, hi there, my name's Dan from yeah. Examinations. Can I get a, you know, blah, blah, blah. Pick up the phone. You'd be surprised how many people will talk, especially young entrepreneurs, how many people that will talk to you. So we had like, I remember we got, um, we got a meeting with UCLA in the States because I just called the chairman of the business school. That's and insane. I was, yeah, I was just like, hey, I called the receptionist and she was like, hi, how are you? I was like, blah, blah, blah. Hi, I'm Dan from better examinations uh, is John Free and she goes uh, do you have a meeting and I said no I don't and she said uh, let me go ask him he comes, uh, he comes back and I hear him on the phone like John he goes, hey, and he goes I say uh, I said hey, hey John uh, I'm with a startup in Dublin have you got 20 minutes and he said yeah I do I spoke to him for an hour and a half and got like so much information from him stuff like that and even like I think if you're getting information if you want to that's from like the market so honestly it's crazy how many people will just talk will just talk to young start, young entrepreneurs or anybody really you just have to call you don't have, to have like if you send an email they're just gonna you're just gonna stack in an inbox there's sure. no personality um, from an advisor's perspective call as high up in the company as you can because if you call like as bad as it sounds you call like middle managers and stuff their obligation isn't to um, explore opportunities or anything like that their obligations get sales you know mm. all that kind of stuff they're not going to listen to you That's not, they're, they're, they're kind of fearful of who's above them if you go to the top like CEOs they're the people who are kind of you know a lot more open and would chat to people like yeah. that and give you time you know I, I sat down with so, so many fantastic people I can't even name them over the last two years and just talked to them and just went for a coffee and you know that phone call isn't for me to gain information from them that phone call is just for to facilitate meeting them so yeah. I say, a big thing is what you say is, you know, have you got 20 minutes free over the next two weeks? Because everybody has 20 minutes free yeah. over the next two weeks. And if they say no, then they don't want to meet you. And you know that's a waste of time. But nine, nine, nine times out of 10, they'll be like, yeah. Honestly, nine times out of 10, they'll say yes. Easily. Mad. Easily. You know, it, it's funny how, how like, or even like 10 minutes free over the next 
to. Yeah. And then you go and you meet him for 10 minutes, you end up spending half an hour with Yeah, them, yeah, exactly, yeah. You know? And it's just, you're, you're just the phone calls just facilitate meeting. But you'd be surprised how many people will yeah. pick up the phone. Hmm. It's amazing. Yeah, like we got we got a lot of things doing that. Or just go and go for a point with them. And you'd be surprised. Like they're people. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know. God, fair play to you. And then yeah. another thing is probably the really senior people yeah. who would be deemed the hardest to get. They, so a junior person, they'll want something from you. Mm-hmm. A senior person, yes. you can't give them anything. Exactly. And they're at a point where they just probably they know want to give can't. back a bit. Yeah. Just, just actually like your little innocent thing, be like, oh. Yeah. So you're actually giving voice. them the <laughs> yeah. thing that they want, which is probably A, someone to hear how great their journey's been. Yeah. And B, uh, an opportunity for them to feel good about having given back. That's it. You know, and, and that you hit the nail on the head there is is telling you how the story was. Because everybody, everybody in the world loves asking how they got there. Yeah. Like we're doing right now. Yeah. I'm fucking loving this just because <laughs> yeah. I get to talk about myself and not feel bad about it. Yeah, uh, it's mad. My mum would, would have told me to shut up by now. Uh, but uh, no, you'd be surprised. Like if you just say, how did you get to where you are? People love talking about themselves. Yeah. That's and pretty amazing. And they'll buy you a pint. So wait, I won't buy you a pint. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to buy me one for having to listen to you. Um, I, thought, I, was, I, was, I didn't give you the present yet, did I? No. Is there a present? No. Oh. Sorry. Uh, should have said that. The, where you are now, yeah. it's been a great journey. Yeah, I loved it. What was the hardest part of it? Hardest part. Um... Even though I was with a co-founder, being on my own a bit, I'd say, that ate me up for a while. I well, even we though you're a co-founder, that. you were in different rooms. He was doing tech, you were doing business. Yeah, yeah. So was carrying that business part really heavy, basically? Yeah, I'd say so. A little bit. You know, I mean, it does get to you a bit if you don't talk it out. Just talk to people. Like, I like talking anyway, so, yeah. which is good. No shit, like. Uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, you'd be, like, just, just, just talk it out because I didn't. I kind of let it build up a bit and build up and then I just felt like crap then for a good couple months. Did your social skills or whatever you ever had, yeah. uh, did they diminish? Diminish after because I was talking to people. Cause, so yeah, because I, lived, I worked on talk. my own for nine months last year did and you? I lost my social skills. Did you ever have them to begin with? I ended up like you towards the end did of you? that. <laughs> 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 I used that. Yeah, I, was, I don't know. I've always been good at shit talking. Like working in, I worked at a radio station for uh, on... I don't know if I can say 19 FM the, the radio yeah, station yeah. and um, I worked on the Thunder team that was just all about shit talking you know you talk to everybody and it's great wow. um, no yeah being yeah, being on your own is tough for a while especially if you're chatty especially being like in business you want to talk to people I remember I, there was one stint where I think James was on holidays or something and uh, I didn't talk to anybody for four days straight. Mad. Weird. It was the weirdest thing ever. Like my roommates are dentists, so they weren't home to really relate. They were all studying. Right. So I woke up at like after them, went to work, didn't talk to anybody during work because for whatever reason it was a quiet week and didn't talk to anyone for four days. Yeah. Weird. God. Yeah, so it was really weird. And that was crap. But I soon realized just to get over that it's just, you know, you have friends for a reason, just throw them a text or yeah. family, just throw them a give them a call. And not to be like, oh, I'm really you know, lonely, just be like, hey, what's up? Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. But you do underestimate that a bit. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So important to look after you. I had a really good thing. I think I told you today um, to... Oh, to say this the, thing. The this trivia, is the game. Yeah. Trivial Pursuit. Trivial Pursuit. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the guy, uh, Vincent O'Malley, he's who I work with now, and I remember just talking about this kind of stuff to him, and he had the great things like, well, you know, treat life like Trivial Pursuit. If you haven't played it, go play it. I'm not going to feckin' explain it, but... Um, Basically, if you have seen it, it's it. You have your pie, and you have to get around the board, and you have whatever six different slices of the pie that you have to get. So they're different colors. You have yellow, you have blue, you have green, you have purple. Um, and he said, treat life like that. So you should never, you can't fill up your pie with all yellows. You can't fill up your pie with all greens before you can go to the middle. You have to get one of each color. 
So you should think of your, your life in, in different segments. So you can't fill up your life with all business. You can't fill up with all social life. You can't fill up with all relationships. You have to be able to get a little bit of everything before you go on. So yeah. it basically means, you know, uh, to look after yourself before you can go forward. Yeah. Um. He, he also said a cool thing of, you know, on the plane where you have, if, if, if you know, if the air, air pressure is lost on the plane or whatever, that the mask comes down. They always say to put your mask on before you put it on someone else. Mm. And that's really important. Important yeah. thing. In business and anything, yeah. You know, uh, look after yourself before you, before Very you can true. advance and get and get yourself sorted first. Was it hard to look after yourself? Because, uh, well, two things there. One, look after yourself first. People will always say with the startup, look after the business before mm-hmm. you look after yourself. So yeah. the kind of opposing things there. Yeah. And then another one is the startup life. Maybe for that reason, is often associated with like this grueling lifestyle. Yeah. Was it like that? No. Not really long hours eating tuna five days a week, nah. that sort of thing. Well, mine was Cocoa Pops, but I love Cocoa Pops. Right. Oh, gosh, I love Cocoa Pops. Um, uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, it's almost the other way around. You know, I always think don't work hard, work smart, you know. Mm. Um, and you just get that. That's all learning curve. If, you, if, if you're starting a business, you learn very quickly how to use your time properly. And as long as you can use your time properly, then you're not spending hours and hours and hours in your bedroom trying to sort whatever out. Yeah. So no, I wouldn't agree with that. I don't think you need to um, if you work smart. How many hours a day would you have done during your uh, better exams career, like solo better exams before yeah. you sold? Before we sold it. Um, I'd, I'd do 96 probably, 95, 96. And then yeah, maybe, like, but I'd be thinking a lot. Like, so like, you know, even, but that's not hard, you know? No. You know, it's uh, like you'd be walking home just thinking about stuff. Most people who would say, oh, at least I can leave the office and not have to think about it. That's they the, would probably rather have something that they were interested enough yeah, in to think about after work. Definitely. Now you do have that, like you never switch off mm. really, but it's not a bad thing. Like yeah, you said, if you enjoy that. it. Yeah, I'd enjoy it. Anyone who's listening to this, who's listened this far, would mm-hmm. be the same, I'm guessing. Because if they're this interested in entrepreneurship, yeah. they're probably wired Idiots. the same I way. Mean, yeah, wired the same way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, <laughs> Sorry. What, a... what would be any advice that you would have for an aspiring entrepreneur in college or after college even? Yeah. Not okay. that you've experienced the whole after two diff- college thing. Two different, very different things that you just said there. So yeah. during college, no excuses. You know, give it a go. Just do it. Just do and it. And there's so many launch boxes or so launch many, pads or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You'll find like when you're in college, it's very hard to get investment, which is fair enough. I mean, even if you do, like they always say, oh, I do competitions. You're not going to get any government investment or anything like that. But uh, just give it a go. You know, you don't you don't need payment. You don't need to be paid if you have a part-time job in a cafe. Like I worked, mm. you know, on a promotion team for two years and just used that as my income and enjoyed what I did. Uh, build your team, get to know people. And you'll find that you'll you'll just and, and start calling you know those CEOs and go for coffees with with, with them, um and just just do it you know that's if you're in college if you're There's out of so much you can do it's unbelievable it's always it? me nuts to hear about it yeah 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 it's kind of the back in my day honestly I think. yeah I wish yeah. I did more of it yeah because you because you really you know just just give it a go and if you if you fuck up you fuck up yeah as and then as. you're going to be wiser than you would have Absolutely. been had you not given it a go definitely. Now, if you're out of college, how to get, go buy it, how to start. If you have an idea when you're out of college, best bet, best bet is just to find people that are that are interested in, in the same thing. You can do um, what are the hackathons. Oh yeah, a lot of pe- people do that. They find their um, find their co-founders there. Um, I know a couple, a good few startups, very successful startups who found them there. Um, or just do stuff in your part time, part time, and you'll find that it slowly builds up over time to yeah. to start something. But a big thing is team, having the right people. Um, start it as a part-time thing. Start calling businesses and get get on get on on a 
uh, onto calls, onto into meetings, yeah, stuff like that. This um, is something we were talking about the other day: the idea of team, yeah, and just not having it all on you because yeah. and if that, you're really good at what were we saying? If you're really good at something, you're really good at like you don't want to give up a task because someone say, "Oh, well, they're not going to do it as well as I can." Mm-hmm. True for that task. Mm-hmm. When there's five tasks, if you get an individual doing each of those five tasks each of those individuals will do each of their tasks better than you could do all of their tasks at once. Yeah, like butter. Don't spread yourself too thin. Thing. It'll be as smooth. Could have okay. just said that. Could have said that. Hard to be that smooth. That's all right. Um, I try. Team is key. You're now managing a team. Uh, I'm now managing a team, yeah. So I have a t- team of people. And we have resellers that I'll be managing as well, um, which is cool. Um, but yeah, that kind of thing, like make sure you can delegate. Like I'm not great at delegating. I think we mentioned that before. Yeah. I'm pretty poor at delegating. So you'd be more inclined towards the micromanagement? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think I manage uh, the Trinity women's soccer team. Yeah. Um, and weirdly enough, having that has helped me people manage a lot easier. Really, yeah? Yeah. What are the transferables there? Uh, understanding that people are motivated differently. Different people are motivated differently. Um, some might need encouragement, some might need a bit of a telling off. Um some like, you know, putting an arm around the shoulder, helping through it, some like just being on their own. Uh, and the sooner you realise that, the easier you'll be able to gauge what people are like, yeah. how they're motivated, things like that. Now, I'm not still managing a big team whatsoever, but um, I'm working with a lot more people, which is nice from the talking perspective. Talking sure. Perspective. Someone to listen to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, as much as they don't like it. <laughs> I literally go over like... St- Sitting arse, one arse cheek on the side of their desk and start talking <laughs> yeah. to them. Um, but uh, yeah, no, they um, um, the the being able to delegate is is an, is is a hard harder than you think, like you said, you know. Mm. But don't spread yourself too thin because that's that's where things get difficult. It's easy to imagine if you build and sell a startup. The minute you sell it, having been on that build journey for so long, mm-hmm. that you feel like you're at the end of the journey. Yeah. End of the top of the hill, end of the road, yeah. on to the next challenge. That's not quite as much the case for you because you're still in better exams, only yeah. with a, an owner now. Yeah, that was that was kind of a choice. I was under new management. Um, but uh, yeah, we had, we had the option to stay or leave. I, I took the option to stay. James is working with another company now. But I was like, you know, we built it up this far. I'll uh, I'll stick around. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, don't, I, I see it as a new challenge. Same journey, just new challenge. Um and uh, just kind of embracing it at the moment and making yeah. the most of it. Yeah, yeah. The rewards that come from it, obviously you do well financially if you sell a business, mm-hmm. but the intrinsic rewards, what intrinsic rewards would you imagine are exclusive to entrepreneurs that you can't get if you work as an accountant or... Yeah, good question. Um, full of them. Yes, no, as well. My God. Hope this is recorded. <laughs> <laughs> um... God, I, I guess I guess a huge thing is, and I remember I remember it really really well. So we had the .ie site, and it's it's about you yourself building something. Let, let alone, fair enough, I didn't physically build it, but building a business, um, and having this idea and having this product that you really believe in, and someone being, I like that too. I'm gonna buy that. I'm mm. gonna I'm gonna put my hand in my pocket for that. That's a huge, oh shit, kind of yeah. moment kind of thing. Uh, so so basically I remember it really well so myself and James made it had this like MVP um, minimal viable product yeah yeah, exactly thank you not most valuable player <laughs> uh, we had this one person MVP great guy uh, Greg super dude now um, 
we had this MVP and we brought it to St Michael's College in Dublin, and um, and we 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 got them we got them signed up and it was our first sale. It was only like worth hundred and eighty euro or something, but it was something we made that someone else wanted. Now to be fair, James was a past student and Michael's is fairly minted, so they were going to buy it anyway. Yeah. But in saying that, they're lovely people as well. Um, in saying that, it was just really cool. I remember coming out and we were just like ah, like mad and went for a pint and everything after. Because someone wanted what we what we had created, yeah. And that's a really, really, and that's and like even just selling the business, you know, someone was able to put a good bit of chunk of money down uh, for something we built up over the last two years, and yeah. that's something you won't get in any job anywhere else. No, anywhere else. Yeah, I wonder. I, I'm trying to dig below that layer. Mm. I wonder if it's like a feeling of net contribution, like I've net mean? contributed. I've put something in the world that otherwise would not have been there. I never thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, I wonder if it, it sounds bizarre to make mm. the leap, but I wonder if it's almost like parenthood. Like you've just created something yeah. that otherwise would not Birthed. have been there. And it has, yeah. <laughs> James is holding my hand. As in, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Something it's in the world that otherwise it. wouldn't have, yeah. <laughs> have been there yeah. if it wasn't for you. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, maybe. Sure. Why not? Um, I just can't get that thing in my head now yeah uh, get the tattooed on, on, on my back now um, honestly yeah. no need to bring up your startup memories here yeah exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the summer of 2017 yeah. no uh, uh, yeah no it was uh, I guess yeah I guess it's a good point you know we, we made something that wouldn't be in the other ways we're helping people out it's nice seeing customers actually enjoy what we're doing ah that's cool yeah um, does it scratch the itch once you've done it once does it scratch the itch or do you think now you're an entrepreneur for life we'll just keep setting up different projects uh, at the moment it's scratched it, I'm, I'm satisfied yeah um, but who's to say in a while I won't I'm trying to stay in the startup games like um, this kind of, like I've been given a lot of startups kind of advice go meet them for meet them for coffees and, and see how I can help them I really want to stay in the game yeah Um, of cause I like the buzz of it it's, it's, it's really quick moving that's the lovely thing about, about yeah. startups everybody wants to move quickly make decisions quickly Um, so I'd love to stay in it so if there's anybody that's interested in in um in the startup world they probably um, would have been before that comment maybe yeah that's a shame mm. um <laughs> uh you you've an air about you these days that reminds me of me when i came back from south america mm. and i finally had done Tanned. a trip that i literally yeah <laughs> i finally had done a trip <laughs> that i always wondered what life would be like having done that trip what would life be like not thinking about south america every 20 minutes mm. is it like that for you now is it kind of like you're on the other side of this chasm yeah. where you've sold mm -hmm. and so you've kind of passed the baby onto someone else Yeah, pretty much uh -huh. it, did you used to wonder what life would be like past that point all the time and now you're past it and you're like hmm uh, I'm here not really um, I'm, I, I, I kind of not that I wing things but I don't try to put too much thought into what ifs or, or what will happen kind right. of thing which is why you wore that jacket fair enough yeah, yeah. Wow. That makes sense. I hope you mean the jacket of entrepreneurship and not this beautiful corduroy jacket I've on. There you go. At the moment. Well played. Plugged ASOS. Sponsor <laughs> me. Sponsor this ad, please. I've never had a man talk so much uh, shite on this you. thing before. Um, I do try. Um, no, I don't, I don't think so. I don't, sorry, back to the question you're saying. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think you can, you can over... Less about the jacket. I don't think you can overthink things too much. I think that's, that's, that's a good thing about entrepreneurship and a good way to think about it. You know, just do it, you know. Things will happen you don't want to happen. Things will happen that you do want to happen. Yeah. And as as once you're comfortable with that, 
that's 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 how that's how to run the game, you know. And if and if something works out and you get you sell a company or you get a customer or if you don't get a customer, so be it. Put in the past and start moving on. If you dwell on it too much or think about, you know, what if or, you know, I'm past this, like you said, that, that chasm, looking back on things and, you know, was it worth it and stuff. Don't think about that because you'll always think negatively about that. Sure. Now, we did it very well. I'm very happy how we did it and I'm delighted we did it. And yeah. I'm buzzing and um, still buzzing after, even if it's five months after it. I'm still buzzing and love going into work and stuff. Um, But I still don't try to dwell on being too excited about it. I'm sure. trying to, you know, stay forward and what's going to happen next and yeah. how we're going to get there, you know. You have, you're consistent with every other entrepreneur I've met Thank in you. that you yeah. find success in something you didn't set out to find success in. Yeah. You want to do a leaving state, you end up doing yeah. exam management. Yeah. Everybody pivots. Oh, Everybody. so much. I've never Crazy. heard of someone who didn't. I've never heard of someone successful who didn't. As in like start something with, I'm going to sell. Um, t-shirts and then they'll sell jeans. Yeah. Because someone who they tried to sell t-shirts to told them, no, the jeans are more valuable or. Yeah. No, we need jeans because yeah, this trend or whatever. And that comes down to just kind of talking to people. You pull back layers. That's yeah, it. Hugely, hugely. Yeah. You know, you have to go talk to your customers and stuff. And yeah, I totally agree with that. There's very few, very few companies I know who um who start how they how yeah, who finish how, really how they started. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Because once you actually go into that layer and, yeah. and pull out a few pull off a few layers, you yep. realise that there's a deeper problem somewhere else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Very true. Um before you go, mm-hmm. a couple of questions. Sure. Do you read much? Not at all. Not at all. Sorry. You don't have a book or Oh, I swear to God. This, I'm the wrong person to ask. Literally, no joke at all. No word of a lie. The last books I read was Captain Underpants. Captain Underpants? Have you never read Captain Underpants? No, I saw you reading that on the way in. I did, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Fliporama, if anybody throwback. You're kidding. You just don't read. I don't read at all. Do you listen to podcasts? Reading. I do. What podcast do you listen to? You don't. I don't. No, sorry. Honestly. <laughs> he winks at me and that shakes his head like, what? <laughs> I mean, how do you become smarter? I talk to people. Really? I really, I'm a big believer in you can get anything out of any conversation. Sure, what the fuck am I here, to be honest yeah. with you? Yeah. I was hoping to be a coffee. There's not. Nothing. My mouth. I'm parched. not even water here. That's crazy. Mad. Um, no, I really do believe in, I just like going meeting people and talking to people and even like on trains or I started to took up running and done a couple of races and just chatting to people about the kind of thing is, you know, not why you, you like in business terms, you think, why are you successful? Tell me why you're successful. Just tell me about you. Yeah. Um, and you'd be surprised what you learn from, from, uh, from just general conversations. So, you know, do you talk to strangers on trains now? Uh, not in a weird way, no. Well, will you, are you, do you make a deliberate effort to go up and start up a conversation? No, I do no, no, no. I'm do, not in Ireland, actually. I haven't done it much. I've done it a little bit. I do it a lot on holidays. I don't do it on so. purpose. If someone talks to me, I'll talk to them. Right. Um, but I generally won't. I like I just I just like talking, kill surprise. Um, but uh, I think I think you can learn a lot from anybody, and anybody can can uh can give you good insight in anything. That's, yeah, and more than a book can give you more than a podcast. No, mm. <laughs> a podcast can give you just talking to people and learning from anybody. Um, like I said, like in soccer, I've learned a lot from soccer. I've been able to transfer over to business. Same way you can do that in anything, really. Yeah, you know, it That's is pretty amazing. Outlook. Yeah. Um, I heard a good line recently never have lunch alone I always have lunch alone do you? yeah sorry okay you turned out sorry yeah um, I turned out okay if you ha- actually always we got have lunch, lunch the other day I take it back yeah we, we had lunch yeah. three days ago Maybe if you have lunch with someone every day you're constantly being stimulated and finding out what's going on in their lives there or someone go. new or whatever mm-hmm. that could be a suggestion for people Absolutely. okay so you don't book you don't read you don't listen to podcasts no Um, any quote to live by um no quotes, but a good good way to live is just to say yes to everything. Yeah, nice. You know, and that kind of goes back on like the kind of similar what I was saying of just talking to everyone. 
you're going to get something out of any opportunity or anything you do. Um, if someone says you want to go for a weekend here, say yeah. You know. And anyone you wish you or anyone who inspires you, uh, who these guys can Google or look up. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think who now in particular, anyone kind of look up to. Uh, a lot of people have made big influences on my life. Um, there was a guy, uh, uh, Ian. Um, he's he's actually passed away now, but actually funny how the story happened. But he um he was the CEO of Tribal. And great, great guy. I only met him a couple of times. And he had this really cool thing. And this is just a totally off thing. And he, he was really inspiring anyway, but he had this really cool thing, which I thought was a nice uh, business move. And to this day, it's always stuck with me of that, that particular move. And his business card has his home phone number on it. And he goes, now that's for you now. And uh, if you really need to get to me, you can call my home phone number. And I was like, he's literally handing over. He's trying to, what he's trying to show there is trust. Yeah, and telling it to a customer be like, I trust you so much that I'm going to let you call me when I'm at home. I just thought it was something that was yeah, kind of interesting. From an inspiration perspective, um, uh, I take a lot from like family and stuff like that. My like we were quite an ambitious family, all of us from my sister, my brother, my mum, my dad. Um, it's kind of a good way to be. Yeah, just having not specific people, but just having I have good friends and good family that that uh, are very supportive and stuff. Um, like all of my friends aren't. There's no jealousy or anything. I think it's important. And that goes back to that trivial pursuit thing. You know, mm. one one wedge is, is family and friends and having that support around you um, really does help you. But no one in particular. I think you're there. also extremely practical. You just have this huge get up and go, just get on with it type yeah. of attitude, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And I can imagine very useful as well. Yeah. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah. And lastly then, and I think we've already given the answer for this, anything you wish you did in college? in college J1 yeah. would have loved to do that that would have been super fun well I um, think now having sold a business you'd be able to do a few J1s oh uh, yeah J7s ah. <laughs> alright um, anything I wish I did in college uh, like I said I don't I try not to regret anything no regrets <laughs> that's in what movie is that and again Thunders I can't Patterson. remember um, but um, yeah just I, I, I try not to live with any um, you know looking back and be like ah oh, shit yeah. that. Uh, it is what it is kind of thing yeah exactly get on with it uh huh uh-huh. Any last words for these guys? Um, if you're thinking of entrepreneurship or anything, do, don't be afraid to get in touch. My email is dan at betterexaminations.com. Um, but if you, again, if you are thinking of doing something, just do it. You know, give it a go. If you mess up, you mess up. Just do it. Just do it. You can be like Dan. Thanks, Nike. Dan. Sponsor me, Nike. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs>